new setup. Who this? Oh, <laughs> uh, we're trying this out. So bear with us as we figure out new setup, new studio, new things. That's what's happening. Um, how are y'all doing? Welcome to the Hego Worker Podcast with your favorite not safe for work co-workers. I am RJ, the friendly neighborhood Dom, and this is Shelby, aka Big Rocks. Not the little one. Never the little one. Exactly that. Um, and we again are your favorite not safe for work co-workers, uh, home of the best co-workers in the world. You all, thank you all for being here when you could have been anywhere in the world. Uh, thank you for liking for sharing, for subscribing, for hitting the notification bell, for leaving us comments and reviews wherever you are liking or listening or watching our podcast. Uh, we greatly appreciate you. Now, how are you, friend? Um, I'm great. Great is good. Yeah. I like great. Yeah, I, I am in a good spirits. I'm in a good place. Um, this episode might be coming out a little late. Yeah, because we are, so for those of y'all who don't know, normally the way we do it is we do two episodes in a week, and then we take a break for a week. Yeah, when I have my children. Yeah, so the way it works is we'll normally shoot on a Saturday, and then again on a Wednesday. But I have been moving and all types been of lifing. things. Yeah, so, so we haven't had time to do all of that. So now you got us here doing this on a Tuesday. And it, this episode needs to come out tomorrow, or yeah. well, when you guys are seeing it. Um, we're recording less than 12 hours before it's supposed to be out. So hopefully I got it out on time. We'll see who knows. Um, but yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing well. I had an eventful weekend. I actually went to Dallas on Friday, um, for our mutual friends. Um, bachelorette party. I saw online. I was like, Oh, that's cute. I ain't getting no invite. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, it was I'm a guessing there thing. were yeah there was only gay men invited so One, yeah. I, yeah I was like right. um and you know what so everybody knows if you know me you know I make content for people who look like me I make content yes. with black women in, in mind. mind yeah I appreciate anybody who can enjoy my content but I make mm-hmm. content with black women in mind but you know every now and then when you find other demogra- like okay you know I love to know that people think that I'm funny yes but there's one specific group of people. Black who's men. gay black men oh really so who's a uh, whose opinion matters just a little bit more when it comes to funny because i have never met a gay black man who wasn't funny they're all funny they're quick they're witty and i appreciate that so okay. when they think i'm funny it means just a little <laughs> a I little bit you. more <laughs> like it's like when when gay men think that you're attractive attractive it's like, oh. or fashionable when they compliment mm-hmm. your outfit yes because they're all they're all um funny in a little bit shady way a lot of yeah. times and, and i appreciate their humor so when um when our friends when her friend one of her best friends is a, a gay black guy so when he was like taken to me really thinking i'm funny it, it, it meant just a little bit more i feel that okay <laughs> Random question. Is it a red flag if he doesn't have any gay homeboys at all? I'm not versed enough because I don't. Or any like he not friends with any gay people. Like he ain't got a lesbian homegirl. He ain't got a gay homeboy. Just his cousin Peaches. That's it. (laughs) I don't I don't I'm not versed enough to know if that's a red flag or not. Hmm. Maybe y'all can tell us. You tell us if you think that's a red flag or not. I have I have no idea. Um, I do kind of think it's a red flag for anybody to not hang out with like people, people who wouldn't understand your struggle. That's like a black person yeah. with no black friends. Bro. Sorry. Be suspicious. 
Little One sent me a poem of uh, it was it was a biracial young lady. She is a uh, quarter black, mm-hmm. and the poem was like it was called "Confessions of a Quadroon." Now this is the thing. I love my biracial brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. My brother, my oldest brother, is half white. Mm-hmm. Loved. I got. I got a niece who is a quarter black. Looks very white. This mm-hmm. and this young lady is, of course, white passing. Mm-hmm. So like, cool. Like, not a no problem. The poem sounds like it was written by someone who is in their kind of like early teens and still trying to figure out their identity, uh-huh. which I'm kind of realizing. It probably was because it sounds like it was written for BNV, which is Brave New Voices, which used to be on HBO, which is like this big slam poetry competition for youth. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. I just I didn't like the poem. I, I just didn't. I didn't like the poem. And I think for me, it's like. If black people don't like you, why? Yeah, because it's the thing we've been inviting white people to the cookout for the longest. Mm -hmm. So if you, as someone who is biracial, are telling me that you have issues with black people because we're saying that you're not black enough. What were you, I I doubt that's the case. Cause I have, I have, I have almost never seen a case where someone was said I wasn't black enough for the black kids. And I actually believed you. Right. Because you said or did something that made black people go, Oh, you think you better than everybody. Yeah. And we That's don't rock with is. that. That's usually what it is. Yeah, we we don't want you to condescend to us. And if we feel like you're condescending to us, then no, I don't want to. I don't want to be around you. You're gonna feel as though. You're not black enough for the black kids. That's that's not what's happening. Right. And I don't know if that's what's happening with her. But every time I hear some shit like that, I go. And in my earlier years, I used to feel like, oh, my God, like identity is. And it's and this is the thing. Racial identity is a very important thing. I know people like I have had soldiers that served underneath me that were mixed. And one of them was very white passing. Mm-hmm. But it's one of them white passing like you're in Texas. Like there's certain places, Texas, Louisiana, South Carolina, where like if you see people, you be like, I know there's Negro in uh-huh. there. Yeah. So so like I'm listening to it and she like I want people that are talking about racial identity to do it with a little bit more depth. But of course, I'm trying to give grace because, again, it sounds like you read it in your in your early to mid teens yeah. where you don't have the language to express what it is you're talking about. And I looked and I looked up and I was like, she was when I looked up the because I looked up the poet because the poetry community is not that big. Mm -hmm. So when I looked her up, I was like, oh, she just turned 30 last year. Mm -hmm. Hmm, Which means that you were like 18 or 19 when you wrote this. So that that's in line with just about what I thought for where you would be in your level of maturity with this poem. I wonder if you still hold this view now. Right. At, at your big age. It is okay if you do not. It's probably yes. for the best that you do not. But because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. never, it's never, you're not black enough. Yeah. Who the fuck? Also, because I, I was, I was talking to one of my, uh, I was talking to one of the homies and I was like, have you heard of this person? And I was like, I was like, they just did a poem call and I told them the name of the poem and they said, oh, they're biracial. She said, yeah. She said, I stopped talking about biracial people during February after the four after after Valentine's Day, like they get half the month. And then not. and then honestly, a quarter. So you really should have stopped at the seventh, if we're being honest. Or I recently I recently met this girl who is half black, but she's dating a white man. So I was like, yeah, you gotta stop celebrating at the seventh. 
because <laughs> that's the you made a choice. <laughs> there, yeah, she. So the reason I I actually went back and watched the entire like she's got like a twelve minute doc that surrounds this poem where they talk to her mom and her father and her and it's like asking questions and all these things and I was like, this is really interesting, but also. Somebody just you ever see somebody like I can't put my finger on why something this is, is off something about this don't feel right, right to me, and I'm not saying that she's a bad person because again I don't know her and I'm right. sure at some point I will probably run into her because poetry it's small yeah, but yeah so that was the day to day. Um, that you know okay you said there's a little bit of Negro in there you said that in my brain this is completely off topic my brain went went to there was this video decades ago at this point i'm sure but you know how people be in them um like cartoon character costumes and coming to birthday parties and stuff yeah there was one of tigger and he was like jigging and stuff and somebody said there's a nigga in that tigger <laughs> bro <laughs> that, when you Factual. said there's a little bit of negro in there the first thing that went through my head was there's Factual. a nigga in that hey <laughs> first of all you can't tell me Tigger wasn't wasn't black. Yeah, we it, it's kind of understood. Most shows have at least one yeah, character that we all just understand. They're, they're black. coded as black. Like Tigger was coded as black. Skeeter was coded as black. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is coded as black but isn't black? Um, Buster from Arthur. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Buster yeah. was definitely black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arthur has given us some great memes. Bruh, Arthur was a... Arthur uh, has given us some great memes. One of my favorite memes, it comes from Arthur, and it's just DW standing outside of his door, and he has a sign on the door, and she's she's like, this won't stop me because I can't read. <laughs> I use that meme Yo. quite often. Whenever people are like, like, especially when I was single, and people would be like, um, this is your sign to leave that man alone. Mm, this won't stop me because I can't read. So <laughs> I bet I won't. <laughs> oh, oh, the internet. What a wonderful place. Um, Yeah. Let me tell you what happened to me over this weekend that uh, pissed me off. Okay. So I made a friend not too long ago on the internet. Super cool girl. She's very nice. We've, we've hung out a few times. She is from Vegas. She has a friend who came into town uh, from Vegas. And she was like, well, my friend's coming in town. We're going to go to this place called Activate. Have you ever heard of Activate? Okay, Activate is this very cool place. It's like, it's an immersive game. It's not VR, but it's an immersive game mm-hmm. experience. So, like, they have all these different rooms with different themes. And you um, you stand outside the room. There's this big-ass iPad-like thing. You pick a game that you want to play. You go into the room. You play the game. And it's you might have seen it. It's like uh, they have one room that has, like, the floor just has a bunch of colored tiles and stuff on it. And you can play a different game where it'll be like, get to a blue tile. And you got to hurry up and go and try to find a blue tile. Yeah. Stuff like that. So, we, we do that. We have a great time. And then, when it's over, they're like, okay, do you want to go get a drink? And so we're trying to figure out where we're going to go drink. And then I'm like, well, you know, this is cool. I know my friend. We've hung out. She's been to my home already. I was like, I live like 10 minutes from here. I have a drink machine at home. We could play whatever kind of music we want to play. We could just go to my house. It's, it's, it's not far. They're like, okay, cool. They follow me to my home. We get there. We're having drinks. Everything is fine, right? And then I don't ever tell people, like, whenever I want to bring up social media, I'll just say, 
I do social media. I don't ever say that I have a lot of followers. Mm-hmm. It comes up like when I'm doing services or getting services yeah. and stuff. I'll be like, oh, the girl who does my nails. The first time I was like, oh, what's your social media? Because I'll be on social media if I want to tag you, something like that. You know, stuff like that. So I was trying to tell her about something. And I was like, oh, I don't know if a friend told you, but I'll be on social media. And then I was about to go into a story. And she said, oh, I know I've been following you forever. Bitch, we've been hanging out for hours at this point. You haven't said. And you didn't say that. That must be, uh, in her defense, that has to be awkward. How do you, because how, how do you broach that subject with, yeah, I, oh my God, because I, I would bring it up upon, like, oh, wait, I follow you. Because when I can, because I don't think, because the reaction from our mutual friend, she didn't know either that the girl knew me. Or if she did, she didn't. She So it could have been as simple as when we first met at the place. Oh, you're Roxanne. Like this Roxanne. I follow you straight out the gate when we first met. Because you would have never been in my home. I do not. Like when, when I met my friend, she yeah. didn't. She, she told me the first time that we linked up. I've seen your videos before. I follow you now that we're friends. Yeah. But, I, you know, I, I have seen you on social media. She told me the very first time we linked so for you to make it this far into the day, uh, we've been hanging out for hours at this you came point. To my house, you're in my home, and I'm not. This isn't anything to do with the girl or herself. It's just I would not have brought you to my home knowing that you are a fan. It's a it's the principle of right. the thing, right? And I understand when you say fa- just like just it's it's we, not. If she we wasn't don't have, even giving weird or anything yeah. like that. But this is this is my house. This is where I sleep. My kids are here. If I would have known that you're so, and then the fact that you didn't say anything makes it seem, you know, I did, I didn't, I did not like that. We wrapped that shit up right after that. <laughs> All right, I'm getting tired. Time for y'all to hit the road, cause, girl, what the fuck? That shit, that I ain't like that. Fair. If you see me out somewhere, and especially because people now this would be different, cause if you see me out, I'm not just inviting you to my house. Yeah. But I, you can absolutely tell me that you follow me. Like I, I have yeah. over the platforms half a million followers. So yeah, it's likely somebody's gonna see me somewhere, and and recognize yeah. me. That is perfectly fine, and I don't I don't think that it's weird or anything. I do think that it's weird to find out that you know me and you've been following me for a long time while you're sitting on my couch. I do find that weird. Yeah. So that pissed me off. That I I did not like that. That very, that made me very uncomfortable. Understandably so. Yeah. Because I would I would also be uncomfortable. Well. Depends on the circumstances. Yeah. Usually, I don't. I'm. You big money. I. I'm. <laughs> I'm little dog over here. Like, hey, I'm. I'm just over here doing what I can. Like, you know, what I'm saying. So, that's fair. You know what? Funnily enough, that actually goes into one of the first topics on our outline. Have you? Okay. I'm not into trash TV. No. I don't watch reality TV. Me neither. Almost at all. Little one loves all them shits. Love on the Spectrum, 90 Day Fiance, freaking uh, uh, Married at First Sight. Love is Blind. She just got me on Love is Blind. Um, What was that other one that everybody was watching? Um, I don't remember. Anyway. But so we're watching. She got me on Love is Blind. She had mm-hmm. me watch the first episode. And then I went back and I watched the sixth episode. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll go back. Because it was one of the things where I watched. If and now I want to know. 
Watch the last episode. That's how somebody tried to get me into Game of Thrones. They said, yeah. watch the last episode of the season. If you care to see how they got there, then you can go back and watch it. I didn't. But. That's fair. <laughs> so so we watched the first episode, and I'm going to talk about a couple of different, but mainly, like, there's two people. There is Jessica, and there is Jimmy. And it reminded me of why I don't watch reality TV. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this question: How long would you wait to tell someone that you have kids if you were dating? First date, I don't. Yeah, I, that's the first so, date. <laughs> so she has. So they have. So of course you know, love is blind. They're in pods. Mm-hmm. She's like on her third or fourth date with this dude, where she is sitting down and talking to him, and then in the she, pod, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she tells him after he's already like emotionally invested, they're making jokes about maybe you're my future wife. Maybe you're my future husband, all of this stuff. Then she's like, I've got something to tell you. I have a daughter mm-hmm. who is 11. I had her when I was younger, which I don't know. I've, I rec- I found out today. There's a whole bunch of backstory as to she had a daughter. She was 18. She was actually in foster care. The like daughter she was? was? A, no, no, no. The, she was. She was. Uh-huh. She was like a ward of the state. Some of the mm-hmm. shit. I'm like, yo, that's cool. Like, I support. Like, I'm, I'm here for all that. The way he, like, paused when she said, I have a kid. And, like, I knew exactly what it was. I was like, he can't freak out, one, because he's on TV. And this is going to be seen everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, two, in my opinion, he looked like he was like, I just feel deceived. To wait like three, four dates to tell me that you have ch- a child is wild to me. I agree, but I feel like the responsibility is on both parties. I feel like that is a very normal question to ask. The, so, do you have any kids? Is a very normal question to ask, even if they don't volunteer it. Mm-hmm. Especially with somebody you're trying to build a life with, I feel like. It's a so, very normal question. To and ask. that's the reason why I, feel, I was like, I know how I date. I know how I ask questions. Mm-hmm. There is no way that we got to date three or four. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether or not you have kids. Because kids are such a big part of people's lives that it's hard to ask any quality questions and it not come up. Now, if I, even if he didn't say, do you have kids? Yeah. But if, if y'all are talking and it's like, oh, okay, well, what do you like to do for fun? What does your normal day look like? And you don't mention your kids. Now I'm at, because if your child lives yeah. with you, that, I mean, it's going to come up during normal conversation mm-hmm. when you just getting to know people, things that you do with your children is going to come up. So if, if it feels like I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be so upset about them not bringing it up from an outsider. I can understand why he's upset. Yeah. But as an outsider, I wouldn't be so upset about her not mentioning it. But I would if I can listen to the conversation and be like, no, you actively chose to not include your to not tell him this. You left your child out because normally you would mention a kid at this in, it at this point is w- in which what I kept saying to my homegirl. I was like, yo, this felt it feels it feels deceitful. Yeah. And now I don't trust you because mm-hmm. and this is the other thing. She, her reasoning was. I don't want people to focus on the fact that I have a kid. I want them to get to know me for me, which no, I, I kind of get, but at the same time, my thing is this, if you are actively withholding information that you know would disqualify you from a good portion of people, then that's deceitful. Yep. Like if you know, like I, if you know a good portion of people are like, yo, I don't want to date nobody with kids. Mm-hmm. And you just decide, I'm not going to tell you that Until I have kids. Until you're kid. emotionally invested. 
it's deceitful and that's it's and it's manipulative. Yeah, that's very manipulative. And it's not it's kids, which I firmly believe nobody should ever waver on whether or not they want kids or if they want to be with somebody who has kids. That is a very strong thing. And whatever your decision is at the time, like, you know, I was dealing with um, cheesy fries. Yeah. And the main reason that I told him from the jump, this is not going anywhere is because you don't have any kids and you know that you want kids. Even if he didn't know that he, even if he was like, I don't think I want them, that could change. And I'm not giving you any. So let's nip this shit in the bud. It's not going to ever be that. Because I don't believe anybody should ever have to, if you know you don't want them or if you know you want, like it was important to me that my my first child was also my partner's first child. That was important to me. I don't want to yeah. have to deal with other people or whatever. Not at not at that time. I don't I don't want to do that. So it's not, oh, I didn't I didn't want to tell you that I really, really like pineapples on my pizza because I didn't want you to judge yeah. me. No, it's fucking kids. Which was which is my point that I keep ma- and I'm like, yo, it's deceitful, it's dishonest. I don't like it. Yeah. And and it was the reason and it, honestly he doesn't end up choosing to propose to her. Mm-hmm. He ends up proposing to another girl who he, who I also, I had issues with as well because you ever see somebody be the author of their own destruction. Mm-hmm. Like, so this is Jimmy. Yeah, again. You're bringing this upon yourself. Yeah. So this is Jimmy again. Jimmy eventually chooses Chelsea. If y'all uh, spoilers. Okay. We're, we're in here now. So Jimmy eventually chooses Chelsea. Chelsea, for some reason, told everybody that when she was in the pods, she's like, I keep being told that I resemble Megan Fox. Girl, you don't resemble no damn Megan Fox. Mm-hmm. You, you played yourself. I don't know why you would say that. Because the other thing is, if you say you look like a celebrity, mm-hmm. people are going to think that, one, you think that you look like the uh-huh. celebrity. And if the celebrity is, like, mad attractive, mm-hmm. we all going, hey, bro. You try it. That's when we got our famous uh, meme of New York saying Beyonce. <laughs> exactly that, bro. So she said you look like Luther Vandross. Yo, New York is a legend, bro. Tiffany Pollard. We love Tiffany. Tiffany, we fucks with you. Heavy. Because the way I be telling people in my comments all the time, you should have just sat there and ate your food. <laughs> this is nothing to you. You should have just sat there and ate your food. <laughs> bro. So. Yes, we love Tiffany. So he chooses Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Chelsea is che- <laughs> it was, it was, so he has a date with Chelsea like like not long after he has his like meeting in the pod with Jessica, and he's like, "Well," is and she was like, "She's like, oh yeah, I've been married before," and he like freaks out because he's having this moment of like, again. "Why are people again telling me things?" Mm-hmm. And he has this really really emotional thing, but and then he, en- he eventually ends up choosing Chelsea. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would have chose. I think he would have chosen Jessica. If she would have been honest, with if him. she would have been honest with him from the gate, mm-hmm. he probably would have chosen her. Um, so there's them. There's also a thing where like they were, so they're at a thing where they're all meeting for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsea's there. There's a there's another girl named Ad. Ad is stacked. Mm-hmm. Ad got we love got, body. Ad got body, and Ad is with a dude named Clay. Clay is tall as shit black dude like they look like they're a they, very they're handsome couple yeah, yeah. yeah although ad almost ended up with matt who is white and i believe is autistic and i have a theory but we're gonna get into that later matt his name is matthew oh ad or, did okay yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. or q or you 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Throwback. <Ew. laughs> if you would know if you listened to previous episodes, if not, <laughs> we're not gonna explain it. We're just gonna keep going. So, <laughs> so she's with you. You, <laughs> I believe, is is autistic. I firmly believe you is autistic because you came into the situation. I'll explain that later. But so they're at a they're at this thing. AD is there, and and uh, Jimmy comments to Chelsea. It's like, yo, AD is stacked. He's just like making an observation. And in her, like, she goes, yeah, she is. And then goes, AD, what's the name just said that you're stacked? And he has this look on his face like, why would you, why would you do that? I don't know her. Like, that's yeah. something I said to you mm-hmm. because it's safe to say that to you because you know me. We have a relationship. Have a this rapport. person don't know me. We don't have no rapport. You just made me look like a creep, bro. Yeah. And so now he's trying to do damage control and he goes over and talks to her. And when he goes over and talks to her, Chelsea then gets upset. Well, I'm just trying to fix the damn problem. He stays a little. Does he stay a little too long? Definitely. Is he is he trying to talk? No, he's he's not. So Chelsea is standing like near them. And when she sees them two interacting, she doesn't join the conversation. She turns around to the bar and starts ordering another drink and then is like and then like walks off and leaves them. Mm-hmm. So she's being I mean but she, but was she flirting it up with you? No. Uh, no, so sorry. That's Jimmy. So Jimmy is the dude who is who said the thing to Chelsea. Oh, okay, okay. Jimmy said it to Chelsea oh, okay. who is his partner. That's the girl he chose to be with. Uh-huh. And then she says it to AD. AD is like Oh, AD makes a joke out of it. She's not bothered. Yeah. She just goes, Jesus and squats. Mm-hmm. She's keeping it cute. Yeah. Like, I was like, I love this. She's black? Yes. Mm-hmm. AD's, AD's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, she wanted more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, he, so they have all this, and he's just trying to, it, it, now, do I think he is flirting a little bit with AD? Definitely. But I think he's flirting because he doesn't know how to at, interact with women in a way that is friendly. Mm-hmm without like he gives me that type of dude like he don't got no female friends the only friends that he is the only women that he is ever around are women that are he is trying to sleep with or women that his friends are already sleeping with or trying to sleep with and that's his sum total interaction of women that he's around apart from ones that he is related to yeah which is not a good thing don't be like that fellas fix that that's not okay but I'm going, that's that's where this is coming from. I don't think that he has any actual intention behind the way he's interacting with her. Now, AD is also flirtatious. Mm-hmm. AD gives Scorpio because AD is flirting without even trying. Mm-hmm. She looking up at him through the eyelashes. She's giggling. But this is the other thing. She's with Clay. Mm-hmm. Clay, is, Clay looks like he's about six foot four, like swimmer, basketball player, muscular Wait, build. Yeah. Clay don't give a fuck. Yeah. Clay's like, it's... It's whatever. Yeah, I'm that. But that's not the only person. Side note, that wasn't the only person in that episode to objectify a black woman because fucking this other girl named Laura is like, oh, you should do bean pie to some girl. And with a bean pie is basically this thing where you come up and you hit somebody's nipple. And she told her partner to do that. And when she said that, Clay said, you was going to do what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if I ain't never fucked you before. Clay, when it was telling was Laura was telling her dude to do that to what's the name as a joke. But then oh boy is one of he also did the same thing Chelsea did where he brings it up to the person that was being talked about. I was like, I don't know why you did that. It don't make no sense. Why would you tell her yeah. 
that it's just awkward. Yeah. And this is again why I don't like reality TV. Yeah, I just I it don't it nothing none of it ever seems genuine to me. And then lately I I have not seen any of the what is that lady's name? The lady who did the Who the fuck did I marry? The 50 part series on TikTok or some shit like that. Risa Tisa, Tisa, Risa, Risa Tisa, something like that. There's a lady who met somebody on TikTok, I believe, uh, who has been lying about who they are. They had otherwise. I don't know. It's 50. She did 50 10 minute parts. That is 500 minutes of content. She did 50. 50. I, I know that there's 50 parts. You I believe five, that they're all 10 minutes long. There's yeah. 50 parts? 50 parts. 50. That's longer than Titanic, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not watching that, bro. People have been tuned in. They watching it in, in, in segments is or whatever. Is this the new Womblands? I don't know what that is. You don't remember Womblands when mm-hmm. there was that dude that was like, hey, colonizer. But then we found out he was colonizing vagina oh. of white women. No, I don't know anything about that. Oh, okay. But yeah, like. Someone DM'd me and was like, oh, have you seen the why the fuck did I, who the fuck did I marry thing? And I'm like, no, I've seen people talking about it. I need you to watch it. You don't know me. I'm not, I don't care about no internet mess. Like, even I remember when everybody cared about um, the random man in Atlanta. I don't care. I do, but I understand that people need entertainment. That is just not the time. I like, I like fiction. So... (laughs) Which is, which brings me back to the reason that I do not watch reality TV for the most part because it's not, I like fiction and I like fictional drama because the people aren't real. The harm isn't real. And when you talk about like, these are people that I'm watching on reality TV that have real life issues that they should probably be in therapy for. Mm-hmm. Instead, they're talking to us. But instead, they're being exploited on reality television yeah. for a quick buck and 10 minutes of fame and it's just like i don't i don't like that bro yeah i'm not a i'm not a fan of that it's it's never been um something that holds my attention Mm -hmm. um i haven't been a fan of stuff like that since uh i don't i don't know how many of you were on twitter back in the day but do you remember zola that name sounds vaguely familiar they ended up making a movie there was a girl who tweeted her entire trip. Like she ended up, she was she was black. She went with this white girl. They they went to go strip down in Florida somewhere, I believe. There was a pimp involved. There was it was a whole lot of mess. They ended up turning it into a movie. It was low. It's probably like a Tubi film, something like that. But they did end up turning it into a movie. It's called the movie's called Zola. Zola's something, yes. Because this did I ever tell you about the time I accidentally saved somebody from uh, sex trafficking? No, but I have a similar story. We'll talk about it at some point. Um, well, no. My, I did not save them at all. I just you, watched it happen. Oh, you watched them get sex trafficked? Well, I don't know what happened. I So, I did watch them. It's a very quick story. We were in Vegas um, outside of Planet 13. And it was a group of black people, me and my ex-husband, and these two white women. A van, a random van. No Uber tag, no Lyft tag, no taxi tag, nothing. Pulled up. Passed up the group of black people, passed up me and my ex-husband, parked right in front of the white people, opened the door and said, y'all need a ride. They, the group of white people, I mean, it was two, excuse me, it was two white women. They looked at the group of black people and said, it's a van. Y'all were here first. Do y'all want to take it? You know, we don't need a van. And they were like, no. 
Then they looked at us and I, man, please. <laughs> no. Yeah, they, and they got in that fucking van. Now, I don't know what, I don't know if it was sex trafficking. I don't know. It could have been perfectly fine. But there was not, there was no identifiable piece of information. Like there was no ride share type thing on that van. They just got in it. These were white women? Two white women. I don't know what happened. I have a okay. White people, how do y'all white be British. raising y'all kids? I it's know there's only like seventeen of y'all that, that that watch this or listen to this, but like, y- y'all don't teach your kids to be weary of shit like I at told, all. I told this story on TikTok once, and I started it off by saying, "Let me let me tell y'all a story about how I saw white privilege lead to a possible kidnapping." <laughs> <laughs> That's a great intro. <laughs> I'd have been hooked. I'm I'm watching. (laughs) And then someone, a black person, presumably black, did ask me, how is this white privilege? I said, well, we are taught to be fearful. They don't have to think about that because white people don't have no natural predators. This is the other thing. Niggas ain't getting free rides since we got on a boat. Like, that's not, we're not going for it. Yeah. We, they don't, they are not taught to be so skeptical. Check my surroundings. Let me be more paranoid. But you would think because woman. Yeah, they got in that van. They got in that suspicious ass van. So, and you, and you're not even picking up on the fact that every the other people around you said no, thank you. We will not be getting into this random van that just pulled up and asked you if you needed a ride while everybody else is standing out here waiting on rides. The only redder that flag could have been was if they offered you candy. <laughs> <laughs> I have some puppies. In the back. <laughs> Do you want to get? Bro, what y'all be on, dog? Yeah, so I don't. We don't know what happened, but my ex husband and I looked at each other like, "Oh no!" Nah. Well, I guess we'll just check the news and see if anybody's been reported missing. Factual though, I'm not stepping into this. This is natural selection doing this thing. Factual. I'm not stepping in the middle of that. I don't want no problems. I'm not None. trying to accuse nobody of nothing, but I I know there was nothing that man could have did to get me in that fucking van. You're just going to get in this random ass van without asking no questions? Nah, bro. I'm I'm not going. <laughs> so, yeah. That's, that's, you know, I didn't try to stop it. So, my story is slightly different. There was a girl I was trying to get at, and she was telling me about her homegirl. And she was like, oh, my homegirl's, uh, she was supposed to go, her homegirl was supposed to have an audition to be a stripper. Mm-hmm. But when she got to the place, she was in, like, a hotel room. And then there was another girl there, and she was like, yeah, like, we be doing da-da, and we be living lavish, girl, and we doing da-da-da, and, and she's in this, like, really, like, scummy hotel room, and she's like, what you mean you live in lavish? Look at, like, where you at? Hotel. And she's like, and sometimes they be having us fuck other people, and do, and she was like, and so she is now realizing what she's gotten herself into, and she is terrified, and her she calls her friend, and then her friend is, I was like, yo, tell your friend, just come outside. This was like, where did the, where did the people at? They went to go get food. Cool, cool, cool. And they left her here with the other girl. The other girl's in the bathroom. Cool. Tell her, run her ass outside. Come get in the car and we going to drive the fuck off. Yeah. Bro, what? Yeah. It's too easy to get sex trafficked. It's very easy. Especially in Houston. Bro, I took a, I did this tour thing where they show you like, all the like places that are more than likely sex trafficking. And now, now that I understand what's happening, I can't unsee it. Every time I see a massage parlor that has like a, a, it's like, it says Thai massage and there's cameras out front and you can't see into the thing. Oh, that's sex trafficking. (laughs) 
you can't convince me now that it's not it's bro it's extra or if there's a house and it says massage on it and then there's cameras out front and it don't look like nobody's ever parked there mm-hmm. sex trafficking yeah yeah i don't i had my first massage over the weekend really yeah little one took me to get my first one on my birthday yeah. like for my fir- the first birthday we were together mm-hmm. it, i mean it wasn't anything to call home about like i i it was cool um but i will say um there was one part i was laying down and he lifted my leg like my knee like i'm laying flat and he just you know lifted my foot up and I almost farted so i don't know if it was because i was very comfortable i was very relaxed Both. <laughs> that's the thing they they kind of expect that <laughs> you, you, but i hey. was in there with mimi like we had we oh, did a couple's yeah, yeah. massage. <laughs> I remember I uh I was uh I was getting a massage with a little one. And I'm getting my massage, she's getting her massage, and it's and it's two female masseuses. But that don't mean shit to me because like what? It's your job. Yeah. Um so like we're we're doing something and like I'm getting my massage and all of her sudden I heard them I heard her masseuse go, You're doing such a good job. I said, Wait, what? <laughs> what? Hold on. <laughs> my head up. What's going on over there? What what y'all got going on? What you mean she's doing a good job? What is she doing? <laughs> y'all not finna play in my fucking face. We're not doing that at all. Uh okay, and we haven't even we've barely touched this outline. <laughs> the only thing we've talked about that I had on there was Love is Blind, and I and I don't feel like I did a very good job of explaining that. So I mean I got a I got a, a picture. Oh, theory about Matthew. The reason I think you is autistic is because first of all people are just like having like regular conversation he had a list of questions that he was just that he was just asking people also like when people would give him answers he didn't really like he would just leave in the middle like not say goodbye in the middle of talking he would just get out and walk off there was a clip of somebody like hello (laughs) hello are you he had just left i was like he's either incredibly rude or very autistic (laughs) <laughs> also he wouldn't interact with like a, lo- a, lo- a bunch of the other dudes that were in the house mm-hmm. he was just um he was just like talking to like like two random girls yeah. so there was ad who he was talking to and apparently he met amber first and then he met ad him and ad are like getting along like a house on fire and my personal opinion and what and what happened is there was another girl named amber amber's white ad is black he don't know this because they're in pause they can't really see each other but i think ad i think i think he really really liked amber and then he realized the same thing was working with ad and in my opinion what he did was he's like oh, i'm gonna use ad for practice so he started doing all the things saying all these cute whatevers mm-hmm. and then he goes back and he's like oh this worked i'm gonna say this to amber because when amber finds out what's happening she leaves the experiment he says all right cool i'm gonna go find amber when AD found out what's happening. AD, so the reason you find out in the first episode, he's telling her all these things and he asks AD, he's like, do you tell other people what we'd be talking about? Which is, I don't, hey, fellas, I, I, I'm i gonna give y'all some free game. If you're ever dealing with a girl and you say to her, do you tell other people what we be talking about? She instantly knows some bullshit is afoot. If I, if I wasn't before, I'm about I to know now. Because <laughs> <laughs> what? Why would you say that? So he says that to her and like AD don't really talk about, she don't, she's, she's like, I don't really talk to it. Cause I don't know what's going on. And she's like, cause I don't want anybody to tell me any, I don't want to tell y'all anything and y'all like whatever. 
So Amber starts saying things that old boy said to her, and it's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't know what to tell you, but yeah, I think I think I think you is autistic. Okay. I'm and I'm and I'm for I'm I'm calling him ill now. Ill. Yeah. I love it. I feel like every Matt should be ill. His name is ill. It's my nigga ill. Ill. <laughs> what if you said it like with the actual discuss, not just ill as in, but like It's my nigga ill. Yeah. Oh, I'm just hanging out with ill today. <laughs> Bro, I Do wouldn't you even hate know. him. You don't like him at all. Are you sure that's your oh, friend? No, that's just his name. <laughs> this is what we all we just all call him ill. Are we sure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you like him. Oh, side note, I'm gonna give Vet some praise. Okay. I sent Vet a um there was not a good transition to that, so I just <laughs> threw it out there. I, <laughs> me and Vet are also we're, we're mutuals on social media, like we follow each other. I saw this Y'all cl- are you two being friends is how we yeah. met. Him and I met. So I um I saw this clip from the Joe Budden podcast. And I sent it to him because I was like, I have to know what this man thinks. And basically the clip was this dude talking about how he ended up having a sparring boxing match Mm -hmm. with his girlfriend's son. And he was tagging him up, but he was talking about how he did it after the little 15 year old boy done bust his ass in basketball. So like little man smelling himself thinking da 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 da. And so he's like, he said he's a, he's a, he he starts talking shit and he's like he's like I'll bust your ass and he's he's just like yo I'm a grown man dog like you oh, can't, the child said that. the child said that to the grown man mm-hmm. and and he's and the dude the boyfriend is looking at his girl like get your son you not gonna check your son before I get him because because and it's not in in his head he's like he's like yo he's about to learn a grown man lesson mm-hmm. which which I understand but when me and Vet were talking about it Vet was like first of all. You don't put your hands on nobody else's kids, big dog. Second of all, you he talks about in the video like he's doing this partially because your ego was bruised because yeah. he already beat you in basketball. Mm-hmm. So there's that as well. So I'm sitting there looking at it and going, and Vet is just like, he was like, these are the reasons why you don't do this, and this is how you do this, and I understand that this is a grown man lesson, but there are other ways to teach that lesson. I was like, this is why I fucks with you. He's very mature. Yes. Because <laughs> this is the thing. I personally... <laughs> <laughs> Cause me, yo. This thing don't 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 write no don't write no checks the that your I ass can't can't. But this yeah, is this nigga, is the other thing. Call for your mama. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that nigga in the whole headlock before the end of the day, bro. I feel uh, I feel it so much because I would have. I would have sparred with you and I would have taught you a lesson, but I wouldn't have felt the need to try to humiliate you or make you feel bad or any of that stuff. But like, I'm going to have to teach you, Hey, you can't go around and you learn that real quick. as like a teenage boy. You may think you Billy badass, but you got to learn real quick. Like you can't deal with grown men like that. And I've talked about that. Like the first time I got my ass whooped, I learned real quick. Hey, maybe I shouldn't talk to people. Right. Any kind of way. Because this is a tough lesson that I had to learn early. Right. But yeah, I just wanted to give Vet some praise real quick. Because like... He's amazing. Yeah. Did his thing. I was very, very, very appreciative of yeah. the conversation. Um, Maybe I'll start directing him to you. Because sometimes he be wanting to have conversations and I just don't have the... <laughs> bandwidth? Yeah. 
What do he be? I'm gonna direct the little one to you. That's how that's the trade. Oh, uh, you reconsider it now, huh? Yeah. Why does everything have to be equal <laughs> <laughs> or even? Like just because <laughs> equity? The fuck? Well, because but you just you just expressed enjoying those conversations. I have never expressed any such thing. So, <laughs> but she be talking about shit that you like. Oh, okay. I guess. See, Maybe. look at you. I don't know. <laughs> look at you. I think I don't know. Sometimes she be talking <laughs> like sometimes little one is talking to me about stuff, and I'm like, bro, I have I have talked all day today. Yeah, I do not want to have a conversation, and it'd be like on days where. I've been at work and I talk for a living at work. Mm-hmm. And then I've had to like, one of my friends has had a breakdown. So I've like done that. And then I did the pod. Yeah. And now it's like nine o'clock at night. And she's like, I want to tell you about my day. Look, you should have caught me. Yeah. You you got to hop the queue or something. Yeah. Cause I ain't got no spoons left, baby. Yeah. And we've talked about that before. So now I'm just sitting here looking at her and she, she's upset. Cause I'm just looking at you. I'm, but I told you. Right what it was it, it's not necessarily that i don't be wanting to talk in general i just don't be wanting to talk about stuff he want to talk about sometimes like because he'll see a video that will trigger him it is usually like something heavy i don't always have it for heavy stuff we can talk yeah but like if you like i am one of those people you before you show me any type of brutality oh, you, you. you have to ask me if i'm in a space for that because i am often i, I am often not. i am more times not in that space than I am. Okay. Heard. And I will tell him, but some sometimes he's like, like sometimes he'll show me something and as soon as I see what the video is about, I'm like, yeah, I, no, I don't have it for this. Oh no, it's just, I don't have it for this. Cause this will send me over the edge right now. This has, this has absolutely nothing to do with me. But if you show me anything about a child being hurt, somebody dying, anything like that, I will break down. I do not have it for this at the time. Like mm-hmm. right now. Heard. So yeah, sometimes I need to, we need to move that out the way, but um, but I don't be want to talk about heavy stuff all the time. Don't direct him over here, then. Wait a minute, y'all see how she tried to set me up for failure? Y'all see this? This that's crazy. You expressed just now enjoying I, conversations, so conversations, I thought, but not about stupid. I just talked about how I be at work, and then I got a phone girl that broke down, and now like I'm what? Okay, I don't feel heard. <laughs> well, you said that after. Okay, fair. <laughs> but I hear you now, and that's why I said, <laughs> "Okay, fine. I'll talk to my own boyfriend." <laughs> yeah, that's 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 your man. You picked him. Yeah. I did, and I I feel like I picked well. You did. Um. But yeah, <laughs> sometimes it's just it's it's heavy, and saw- also like okay, we do have our dynamic, and I do consider mm-hmm. um. Sometimes I have to look back and I be like, the way I be arguing with niggas on the internet and I be telling them like that I'm in a dynamic and what submission looks like, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I be questioning like, am I actually submissive? But then I think, you know, it's different for everybody. It looks different. It looks different for everybody. And I realize that I'm going to be me no matter what. And I have a, the way my brain works. I am always on rebuttal mode because it's funny. Not because I want to be combative, but if you say something mm-hmm. and I think of a funny comeback, it's very hard for me not to say it. <laughs> and sometimes that does come off combative. Sometimes that does come off like you can't just take anything. It always you have to have yeah. you always have to say something back, but it's just my brain is always in like comedic timing mode. Like if I can say this right now, 
that would it would really hit like it's gonna it's gonna de-escalate the whole situation <laughs> and it did not it did not, not that's, that's not the point but um what i realize is when i'm looking at previous relationships i could be with somebody that i actually cared about but if i did not if i was not submissive or not, i wasn't trusting with them i want to micromanage i really that's what i realized i was a like it could be something like I don't know shit about toilets, but I could think of a time where something was wrong with the toilet. I went and told my ex-husband something's wrong with the toilet. He goes in there to fix it, and I'm looking over his shoulder like, what are you doing? I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if you're doing the right thing or not, but I'm watching. Because I don't trust you. Because I don't trust you. And I want to be able, when the plumber eventually has to come, (laughs) I want to be able to say, well, he did it like this. So you might want to start there. (laughs) Just check and see what he did. But with, with that, I'm much more like... Just to, I, I trust you to just go handle it. Mm-hmm. But he wants me to know everything. And I, dear, I know that you're watching. I do not care. You know what it is? It's the it's the fact that he knows that you like being taught things. Do it. You just talked about how he was teaching you, he was tying knots. And you he was, was not teaching me how to tie knots. Oh, he was just tying knots? He was just tying knots. I, I was not retaining any of that. I, I can't. I don't want to talk about what I started doing. Use your imaginations. But he was sitting at the edge of the bed tying knots, and I started doing something else while watching him tie them knots. I was not retaining any of that information. He was not teaching me to tie knots. I was just watching. But I don't. I don't care because I don't have to care because you got it. This is not like we have. We have a huge couch. You haven't been to the new apartment. We have a huge couch. Mm-hmm. It's huge, and it's one of those couches where um, it's a U shape. And it pulls out and becomes like a big ass bed kind of. It's not a pull out bed, but the bottom part of the couch comes out and turn and 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 and, and extends. But because of that, there's no support beam under the middle part of the couch because the the, the extended okay. part. So there's no support beam. There. So even when you read reviews about these couches, that is a lot of the complaints that people have is that that part will break because there's no support in the middle in order to keep the room for the the part to come under. Mm-hmm. So it broke. Um, and I told him that it broke. He went to go get the stuff. To, we have insurance on the couch. Like, it's, it's insured. I was like, do you want me to call the people to have him come fix it? Or do you want to fix it? Because I know he likes fixing things. I almost wanted to call the people just because I knew if he fixes this, he's going to make me know why it broke. I don't give a damn about no rotten wood or no nails. or I don't give a fuck about none of that. So I have this is the thing. I probably could figure out how to fix it. But if I don't have to, it's yeah. insured. Call them people. But he, he just enjoys doing stuff yeah. like that. He he also like wanted us to get a garage in our apartment just so he could put a workbench in there. Not to park the cars in, just so he can like build shit in the garage. He likes building things. He likes doing yeah. that type of shit. So I'm like, that is cool, but I don't care about any of this. Like in the way he'll be like, Hey love, you come over you come in for a second. Oh my god. I don't give a fuck about this wood. Huh? What is it? You know what's funny? Little one was telling me about how she was like, once we get a house, I'm gonna be doing DIY and I said I ain't never seen nothing like that. <laughs> I'm like I I don't wanna do shit myself. I know that it's your ADHD talking right now, so you like you just you have you have you believe that you are quite capable of this. And I think that if you put in the proper time and effort, you you're capable be. of anything that you put your mind to. But as of right now, 
I don't think that you currently possess the know-how. And I could be wrong. Yeah. You you could have been a shop wizard. Like that that could have been your like that was your first choice in career. Oh, like building shit. I thought she yeah. meant like little arts and crafts and like all of the above. Oh, okay. I'm like, sure, but the other thing is Shorty, you you talking about how you love like needlepoint? We went and bought you some needlepoint stuff like a month, like some months ago. You ain't touched that, yeah. But you gonna tell me I'm not buy, I'm not investing in lumber. <laughs> I'm 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 not going for it, dog. Yeah, I don't want to do anything myself. I realized re- just a couple of days ago, Sunday. Okay. I realized just how much when I tell you I'm going to pay for convenience, I mean it. And let me tell you the moment I realized just how true that was. We were in the store looking at ground beef, and he got. I all I don't give a damn how much it costs. I always buy the leanest beef because I hate straining that shit. It don't make that much grease, so I don't gotta drain it. That is the main reason. Like I will spend the extra couple of dollars on the super lean beef just so I don't have to strain it. The one that's ninety three percent, it bar- it barely makes any grease. I just thought about, I was wondering why I made something and it didn't come out. The texture wasn't how I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. That's why. Because you had one with more, it was a higher. Yeah. Because yeah, when you make stuff with a, with a higher, uh, with a lower. I didn't like the, I didn't like uh, the You got to, you got to drain it. And if you like, but with, with that 93%, 93% lean. H-E-B. Hear everything busting, okay? I don't, I'm not, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm going to pay for the convenience of not having to strain this meat. Even though that's not a big thing, I guess. I I don't give a damn. This is what I'm buying because it ain't going to make that much grease and I don't have to strain it. I just, you know what? I had a stra- random taste for today, some Sloppy Joe. I went to the store, got the Sloppy Joe, got home, put on Nothing Even Matters. I started playing my music. Nothing Even Matters, which is my favorite song in the entire world. Nothing Even Matters by Lauryn Hill came on. I was done with the entire Sloppy Joe before the song went off. <laughs> Sloppy Joe takes less than 10 minutes to make. Like, it's so fucking fast. Nothing Even Matters is your favorite song? Of all time. Followed by, uh, immediately followed by some cut. Now, I know that those are two. <laughs> but I feel like that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> Yes, Nothing Even Matters by Lauryn Hill and D'Angelo is my favorite song of all time. It's a great song. I love that song. Mm-hmm. The way they kind of like go back and forth off of each other and riff and do all the things. Like, I love, absolutely love that song. Yeah, it's my favorite song of all time. Immediately followed by Some Cut. Some Cut is a great okay. song on its own, but the ad-libs during the hook? My balls. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what an amazing song. <laughs> All right. Cool. I have a favorite song, a favorite album, and a favorite verse of all time. None of them are by the same artist. Hmm. Yeah, my favorite album of all time is Confessions. I should probably revisit that. I was watching a video by Elise, uh, and she was like, I picked a favorite movie when I was like 15, and I'm so scared to change it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> She's like, this is who I am now. I cannot change it. And that made me realize I've been saying this for so long. I've never, I need to go back and actually think, is Confessions still my favorite album of all time? I don't know if I have a favorite album of all time, but I have albums that are no skips. Mm -hmm. And and I have, and I hold those no skip albums in in high regard. So like, um, Miseducation of Lauryn Hill, Mm -hmm. no skips. Reflection Eternals by Talib Kweli, Mm -hmm. I don't skip a single thing. Um, 
Carlos Santana put out an album. I only listened to two songs on that whole. I love Carlos is dope. He's a bad motherfucker with a guitar, but I I know Smooth and I know Maria. That's them. Them is the. Them, there's probably another one on there. I need to go revisit it. But like, there's them is the. Th- there's three songs on there that yeah. I listen to for real, for real. Mm-hmm. And Smooth, first of all, Smooth gets so disrespected because all we focus on is Maria, but like Smooth is a banger. Yeah. How does the midday sun? I, 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 now I need to, I'm going to report back. We're recording again in a couple of days and I'm going to report back and I'm going to see if Confessions is actually still my favorite song, my, my favorite album, because you know what might, dang, there's a, okay, if you're saying no skips, the ones that come to my head immediately, Hotels, Jazz and Sullivan, yep, I play no, that out. No, it has no skips. If we're taking it back to 2014, 15, Trap Soul, oh my God. I can still listen to Trap Soul like it just came yeah. out and Control by Scissor. I And what I've realized that I do with artists is if an artist put out a song that I uh, puts out a project or an album that I obsess over, it is very hard for me to like their next thing because I already in my head, I'm like, you're not going to do anything better than this. Side note, Lemonade, no skips. Beyonce? I don't skip a single song on that album. Yeah. I'm trying to think about like I have, I'm trying to think about rap albums I still listen to. Oh, King is back. Ti, uh huh, or King album. I do not skip a single song on that album. Um, I can't. I don't know if there's any rap. Friday Night Lights, J Cole. Friday Night Lights was a classic from start to finish, and I don't. As much as I am a J Cole fan, I don't think he's put out anything as good as a complete project. As good as Friday Night Lights. It was Ooh, I would perfect. Argue. I, hmm. I think, because that's a mixtape. My favorite J. Cole album, Born Center. Yeah. And then Four I'm, I'm so mad that he was that he was homophobic in that album. because First song within the I'm first like, nigga. 30, seconds, it, 30 seconds into <laughs> the album. <laughs> Why? Because I want to like your I want to like your album. I, I, did I this. can't, I can't, um, and that was back when, and this is the other thing. What, what year did he put that album out? Born Center. I'm gonna look it up. Cause I feel like that was in a time where you could be homophobic. It's gotta be like, but you couldn't use 12? the F. Yeah. But you couldn't use the F word. That F slur hit different. Like I, you couldn't do think, that in 2012. I don't think I was, I don't think I was tapped in enough. Because it didn't I stop also, me. I also wasn't. It didn't stop me. I can see the problem with it now. Oh yeah. But I but it I didn't even hear it. Like I heard it, but I didn't stop for one second to think it this did, is offensive to somebody. It 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 it's it didn't register at the time because right. I'm just like, oh, new J. Cole music. Yeah. But now yeah, I yeah, go yeah. back and listen and I'm like Now why you know you know who you pointed it out to me? The Kid Fury. Yeah. Because Kid Fury used to be obsessed with J. Cole. And, and then so he, after that, he was like, yeah. And that, that's... June 18, 2013. 13. I was close. Yeah. And then he put out 2014 Forest Hill Drives. Forest Hill Drives. I have a Forest Hill Drives uh, hockey jersey. Fire. Yeah. With the, like, tour dates. I, I, went, I went to the tour. I bought it at the, at the show. So I saw him before he was, like, popping, popping when he came to PV. Mm-hmm. And I think he did Friday Night Lights. Yeah. The first time I ever heard of J. Cole was at B on a BT Awards, something on BT, and he was performing Blow Up. Mm-hmm. Um 
And uh, they, I remember it because they cut his set short. Like, they started playing the music. They cut his set. Or they went to commercial, like, during his set or something like that. But um, I remember it so specifically because they cut it off right after the um, Gary Coleman just died. Like, for short. <laughs> The disrespect. That is when I that, but that was my that was when I was introduced to J Cole, and I was an immediate fan. After that, I went back, listened to um, the warm up, the come up, all of that. Um, warm up and come. You know, another no skips. Uh, acid rap. Acid rap, bro. I'm we've. I think we've talked about. I loved, loved, Chance the Rapper. Yeah. And when he put out Coloring Book, uh-huh. I was like, oh, that's another one. No skips. I was like, oh, he next up. Um, what I love, I was introduced to Chance through Acid Rap. And I, that was another one that I was like, I obsessed over the album. I listened to it nonstop. So when Coloring Book came out, I was like, I don't know if I'm, if, I just, I don't like being disappointed. So I feel like there's no way you could do better than this. I won't say it's better, but it did not disappoint. Yes. But what I love about it is when you look at the set list, the track list for Acid Rap, and you see all the features, you see how much, like, he did the exact same thing with Coloring Book, but you can see the progression because these are much bigger, much bigger features. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he had, like, Action Bronson, Childish Gambino, um, uh, what's that dude, uh, Absol, like all of these people are on acid rap, but then you see coloring book and there's Wayne. Kanye, there's Wayne, there's two chains, there's you know, bigger young thug, little yachty, like there's much bigger, but it's like you I still love to see the the collaboration efforts and also he took that whole Kirk Franklin 90 sound, mm-hmm. which is why I think I loved that album yeah. so much. It sounds like a 90s a lot of the instrumentation sounds like a 90s gospel album. Mm-hmm. And let me say something. I'm still a Christian, but mainly because of gospel music. Yeah. Like I like I don't I don't want to go hear what you're talking about in your church because you just pissed me off. You just said something that didn't make any actual sense, yeah. and you keep talking to me about this thing that is. The... Why why you why you got a private plane, but people in your church mm. congregation can't afford to eat? Mm. I just yeah. <sighs> anyway, yeah, I loved Coloring Book. Yeah, I loved Coloring Book, but but acid rap. Um, Bet and I were I was really drunk the other day, and we were talking. And um, I might have had edible too. That's I was crossfaded, absolutely. But we're sitting in my room. My content room is so cozy. It's just such a vibe in there with the different colors. The music is soft. Like it's such a vibe in there. So we're sitting in there, and um, somehow we started talking about Chopped and Screwed music. And he asked me, "What? Who do I like to listen to? Chopped and Screwed?" And, and I, well, I think I asked him first, and he said like. Houston artists, you know, I like to listen to like screw tapes and, and, um, you know, slim thug zero, all that. And I was like, I don't, it's not that I don't, but I like listening to shit that ain't got no business being chopped and screwed. I implore you to listen to acid rap chopped and screwed. It. I feel like I gotta be faded for that friend. You don't. Well, maybe I played it for him. Now that is biased because he, um, he's very Houston. Not even that. He just no, yes. Let's go with that. <laughs> that is biased. But I'll, I'll have I'll play I'll play a song for you before we leave. I don't want to play it on here because YouTube get demonetized. Yeah. Well, it's chopped and screwed. I don't know if that. Whatever. We don't have to do it now. But it it acid rap 
chopped and screwed, damn, like, sounds better to me. So some of the songs. So I will play something for you. But yes, I still listen to chopped and screwed music. Like I'm, I am who I am. I'm here for it. I remember posting a video. I was, uh, I was dancing and Bet was recording me, and um, while well, I was dancing to to Rockets by Beyonce, chopped and screwed, jigging my life away. I saw. I remember that. I was like. That's so fucking Houston. It's like, so Houston. I, one thing I'm gonna do is show you where I'm from. Every I'll never forget being with one some of my Hispanic friends, and they were trying to teach me how to salsa, and it kept turning into the Dougie. I was literally I was trying so hard to salsa, and I could do it for a couple of steps, and then it just turned into the Dougie. So I've never learned how to salsa, but I I want to learn how to bachata. Bachata, yeah, it's very because uh, bachata looks like it's intense and it's yeah, it's very yeah. Oh my gosh, then we, we can move on from dancing for one second. Bet has been trying to learn to do the heel toe. He got, okay, okay. I was trying to teach him. I realized I'm not a good teacher. I can do the, but I, people need to understand their strengths and weaknesses. I'm not a good teacher. Okay. Because I'm definitely, if Johnny had five apples, don't piss me off. Okay. Put your heel. <laughs> heel toe. It's in the, it's in the title. <laughs> that's all I got for you so I'm not a good teacher but okay. when I went to Dallas he was like I'm gonna learn how to do this shit while she's gone now he can do the heel toe he ain't got no sauce with it though yet not yet I was like you know right now it's giving river dance but your heel and your toe are doing what they're supposed to do but it's it's giving leprechaun it's giving river dance. <laughs> that's what it looks like not Lucky Charms. <laughs> it's giving Leprechaun. But I was like, but once you get more comfortable and you spread your feet apart a little bit, because why Because why? Why is it heel toe right here? It's very... But but I was like, you know, this is this one of those dances take a lot of coordination. So... Lowest of keys, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I made another video talking about the Dougie, and I was like, you know, it looked it look like you can do it, but it's, the Dougie take a lot of coordination, but don't fret, because if you learn how to crawl, you can learn how to do Dougie. Crawling don't get enough respect. Walking is the big milestone for kids, but walking is 90% balance. They just got to get the core strength to be able to keep themselves upright. But putting one foot in front of the other is not hard. You know how much coordination it takes to crawl? I hand coordination. Hand, foot, like crawling. So if you learned how to crawl, you can learn how to duggy. Now, some of y'all didn't how learn how to crawl. How old were your kids when they learned how to walk? Um, both of them started walking at nine months. Same. and was walking by 10. Like fully, you know. My mom said I was full on walking. By 10 months. By, 10 months. by 9 months. Yeah. My kids, I think they both started walking at 9 months and were like uh, efficient by 10, 10 months. Yeah. Okay. That's about the same for me too. Asked my grandma, I did everything. I took myself off the bottle. I potty trained myself. She was like, you did not like having, you did not like having pee on you or nothing on you. So it started off with me just taking my diaper off. It's like, y'all need to handle that because it's on me and it's nasty. To end me potty training myself, like, I'll just I'm gonna just go. <laughs> this shit is gross, and y'all take it too fucking long. <laughs> so I'm gonna just go. Fair. I took myself off the bottle. According to my aunt, I started talking at six months. Like, hey, what's up? Put me. They would put me on the phone, people. At six months. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> no. 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 Oh. What are we at right now? Uh, 107. Okay. So this is the thing I'm looking, I've been trying to go back and forth between this outline and I think I'm looking, we, when are we recording again? A couple days, Thursday. Okay. So on here, 
topics I have are um, Usher the saga continues because apparently Negroes was mad about him d- d- touching Alicia Keys at the Super Bowl, which I'm gonna say the same thing I heard about Simone Biles is is Swiss mad? Is Mr. Beats mad? Because is I don't, Mr. Keys mad? Mr. Keys, it's crazy. Okay, uh, I know who Swiss Beats is. I only care who Swiss Beats is. Swiss because Beats is because he's married to Alicia Alicia Keys, and I only care that Alicia Keys is married to Swiss Beats because she stole that lady husband. What? <laughs> Facts, yo. The way <laughs> we only care about this marriage because you stole that lady's husband. Because we're trying to see if it's gonna work. <laughs> you are a home wrecking hussy who don't but, wear no bro, makeup. I, I don't know if this is actually true, but I heard the story of like his wife like came to her and was like, "Yo, I can you please <laughs> stop because I want to see if I can make I want to see if we can make our marriage work." And Alicia was just like, "No, nah. nah, I'm good." Actually, I was like, "Dick," I was like, "That is both gangster shit." And also mad disrespectful. Yeah. Actually, he's my man now. Should have taken care of him when you had him, I guess. Oof. Sucks Wild to it. suck. <laughs> I don't, so, yeah, there was that. But we just covered that, so we don't got to. Um, I had something about baby daddies and baby mamas on there, but we can cover that later. Uh, I wanted to talk about Monique and her son, but I didn't really want to talk about Monique and her son. I just kind of want to talk about when. when is it one whoever has the biggest microphone usually wins mm-hmm. monique is going to talk about him forever and she's a comedian and it's going to be funny her son i don't know anything about this so we will cover that next week we already talked about all the love is blind stuff um oh okay so i saw a video of this girl and she was in the gym and she was doing something that could be construed as provocative it probably was she's probably doing it so that she could make a video of it for like youtube or whatever or tiktok or whatever and this dude like walks up to her and he's like i know what you're doing stop doing that like this is a like people aren't here for and he's just like going off on her and then like he kicked her phone over and i just was like as a nigga who don't get no bitches can you tell us what you think Riz is from the outside looking in? Because to me, that's like, first of all, that's just wholly unnecessary. If you don't, if I see someone doing something in the gym that I think is weird, I just don't interact with the people. Right. I don't feel the need to go up and bother somebody because they're doing some shit. I don't like, I don't, I don't understand that. That's crazy. That's crazy because, um, don't somewhere in the Bible it say something about if you tempted, you need to gouge your eyes out or some shit like that. You need to take the shit up with yourself. Ain't Why no. are you so pressed about this? Like, you mad because it's working? I one of the things I saw, and I saw, you know who Princess Ella is. Mm-mm. So Princess Ella is this like she is this she, apparently Princess Ella the Queen Maker. I watched this. Uh, I didn't watch the whole thing, but this interview that she did or this debate she did with Tim something. He's a pastor. Mm-hmm. It's Tim Wood or whatever. Tim Tim something. Um, and she was talking about how we have all of these rules that are that are constraining women and their behavior, but the people that actually need to be restrained and constrained are men because they are the people that are doing harm to all of the things. And I was like, she not. Do you remember a long time ago, you sent me a video of this white woman talking about how she had on some shorts in the video and it's a man offered to buy those shorts from her. 
And so she was packing them up and sending. He paid a lot of money for them shorts. And I, I stitched it and just made a video. And was like, if anybody want to. <laughs> I got tons of clothes. If anybody, you know, that video got so many comments, especially on Instagram, from men being like, this is what's wrong with women, blah, blah, blah. Do you not understand that That's you joke, cannot? Is it? Well, I would gladly pack this shit up and ship it the fuck out. Well, yes, but also it's it's but it's but it's it was made for com- it's made it's humor. to be humorous. But you cannot l- logically be mad at me for selling my clothes when there is a person willing to buy them. I'm not the creep here. I'm not the like. There is a market. I could not make money selling my clothes. If nobody wanted to buy them. So why are you mad at me for taking advantage of an opportunity and not mad at that person for presenting the opportunity? You mad at hoes, but you're not mad at tricks. I can't do it with it. It don't work that way. Like you you think you think ho you 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 mad at you you're not mad at tricks, but you mad at hoes. That doesn't make any sense. One cannot exist without the other. I literally cannot sell this if nobody's going to buy it. There is a market for it. If you think that this is wrong and despicable, you need to be talking to the person who is enabling it. Because I don't, what, what happens to me? I don't lose anything from this, but these pair of shorts, but I made way more money than I spent buying the shorts. Mm -hmm. And what, and some, some people in the comments was like, they might do, you don't know what's going to happen to those clothes. Once you send them to somebody, they could drop them off at a crime scene. I have a receipt. I have a trans. What the fuck does that have to do with me? I don't live over there. What the fuck does that have to do with me? Like, logically, we know that, like, you, what? Do you know how easy it would be to say... Most people are not that smart. And also, what kind of crimes do you think I've committed that the police department has my DNA also, <laughs> in their databases? But also, the police are not that smart either, so... I don't care how smart the police is. You could very well come to my house and be like, we found your shorts at a crime scene in... Tacoma, Washington. Sir, I ain't never been there. And two, I did sell them shorts to a motherfucker who live in Tacoma, Washington. Here is my receipt. Here is my shipping label where I sent them off. Here is a receipt from the post office. Now, when was this crime? Yeah, I sent them before that. I don't, I don't, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Speaking of tricks, side note, I had someone treat me like a trick recently. I did not like that. You ever, so this is the thing. I'm friends with a lot of sex workers Mm -hmm. and sometimes usually i meet them over the internet like i'm just and i'm and i'm like i'm never like being like whatever and trying to get i'm just like oh okay cool cool the way this one young lady responded to me like i was a trick i was like you will never hear from me again we will and it's and it's not even a thing like i need to cuss you out or talk to you i just will refuse to i'm just never going to talk to you again because you just made me feel like I was some nigga that you was finna hustle for some, or like I'm, and I'm Damn. just like, Damn. <laughs> I'm, I don't know why you would think that that is a, no, I'm not a trick. If you would like to be friends, yeah, we can be, cause I'm, I'm always down to have like friends and we can be cool. I, I, I don't, I'm not a trick. Do you think it is bad that, do you think it is bad to pretend to be something that you're not for the sake of a joke if everybody knows you're joking? Not if everybody knows you're joking, no. What if you feel like you're being extremely obvious? I feel like I need more context now. You might as well. Um, I was on a live with someone 
And um, when I first came in, they saw that my name was Roxanne. And so they started playing Roxanne. You don't have to put on a real life. So um, I was like, excuse me, I'm going to need you to turn it off. I find that song incredibly offensive. He's like, what? Most people have never listened to the words of that song. They mm. don't know what that song is about. So I was like, yeah, the song is about prostitution. So I'm going to need you to, like, turn that off. I find it incredibly offensive. So then we went on to continue to talk, and he was asking me questions about myself. And then I, I told him, like, you know, I'm, I'm a stay-at-home girlfriend. I, my only job is to make sure that that man is good. And that that is my primary job. And he was like, so you have sex and he pays your bills. Is that kind of not prostitution? I said, oh, I never said that I wasn't. One, I said it was offensive because the song in the song he's trying to get her to stop. That's why I'm offended. <laughs> I was like, I never said that I was offended because you are assuming I'm prostitute. The Came song, on the wrong side of the argument, buddy. <laughs> the song is you don't have to do that. I'm having a great time. <laughs> now I'm not actually a sex worker, but for the comedic joke, I felt like yeah. it was, you know. <laughs> no, that's a great. First of all, great joke. Mm-hmm. Great joke. Look. The, the first time I went in there, we're talking, and he asked me, <laughs> I'll be cracking myself up. He asked me if I was single. And I said, yeah, I'm not a twin or nothing like that, if that's what you mean. <laughs> Came in this world one uh, deep. <laughs> nigga, this, this is the thing. <laughs> Shit like that. <laughs> That is such a fucking bratty response. <laughs> oh, oh, the, all right. Cool, 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 cool. He was so confused. He was so caught off guard. And I was just like, "Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not a twin or nothing like that." That's what you mean. When Deep came in by myself, he's like, "What? <laughs> what? How did?" You? He was like, "He said something," and I was like, "Oh, am I in a relationship? Yes, 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 yes. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. No, not that kind of single. <laughs> Thought you meant if I was." <laughs> born a multiple no it's just me in the womb when i tell you and then like in that particular live um i'm trying to stay in character because i'm you know i'm i'm I'm. is that what's the name live speedy's live yeah. yeah i was this was the, the first time we went live together i was uh trying to stay in character but it was so hard now that cracked me up i don't know why i said yeah. it i never said it before i don't know where it came from but he was just like are you single yeah, I'm, I came in this world by myself. I'm not a, I'm not a twin. If that's what you're asking. No, and damn, I don't know why the fuck I said that. But it was so hard to stay in character, especially reading the comments. It was so hard to stay in character. Good times. Good stuff. <laughs> that's trying to get me to stop. That's, that's my that's my new my new answer to Are you single? Yep, yep. Came in this world one D. Could have had a twin. Maybe I absorbed it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> There. As far as I know, yes. Yes, yes, yes. If that's what you mean. If not, no. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Okay. So I don't have, we're going to, I'm going to do this listener letter because it was a really good listener letter. She like gave We're me, doing it this week? No, no, no. Oh, we're okay. going to do it next week. And we'll do the uh, break room question for next week. Uh, and so listen to letter break them question and then a couple other things and I'm sure I'll find something between now and then but when we next record okay hey uh ooh I am ooh I need to go eat ooh the, which remind me to tell you we gonna I'm gonna tell that story on the next episode too of why of why eating and drinking water is so important um but anyway if you listen Wait, this one far, thing I have been having headaches and i've been exhausted 
And as a woman, the first thing to go through my head is pregnancy. Bitch, are you pregnant? <laughs> yeah. Because every time little one said, I'd be like, and I hate that because like in TV and movies, as soon it, anytime you're watching a TV show or a movie, and she as says soon that, as she throws up, she's pregnant. That's it. Mm-hmm. Either she's pregnant or it's gonna be a long drawn out pregnancy scare. But um, I am not. So there's that. But then I was like, I don't the, the fatigue, I don't have an answer for, I don't know why. But I was like, why the fuck has my head been hurting? Cause I ain't worn my glasses in damn near a year. I'd be forgetting that I wear glasses. <laughs> I have not. If you have been following me since I wore my glasses, you have been around. Because I don't think I've worn my glasses since, like, June of last year. <laughs> because they were giving me a, um, a bruise, like a mark here. Oh. And I, so I started to stop wearing them. And it's gone away. So I know that it was the glasses. But at this point, I need a whole new prescription anyway. So I'm going to get some that don't have the um, the little thing there keep me from bruising yes. up please get you some glasses so i'm pretty sure that that's why Wait, you my drive head. at night yeah 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 i just have a slight like my vision isn't bad but um like i'm not nearsighted or farsighted or anything like that i just okay. have astigmatism it's bad it's twice as bad in my right eye but it's still like i can't see any i can see better when i have my glasses on but i can't see any further or closer up it's just it just diminishes diminishes a little bit of the blurriness but i can still see hold on fine. to this 2020 as long as I can but it, it yeah. probably not because both of my parents wear glasses mm-hmm. so eventually this thing gonna go yeah and um I'm I'm pretty sure at least my oldest is also gonna need glasses because he watched tv like me I don't look directly at anything when I'm like I don't face the direction that I'm looking okay. I, it, this is uncomfortable for me my face will be here and I'm looking at you <laughs> this way or like the tv I'll be facing here, but I'm watching TV like this. And he he watches TV like that, too. Like, out, like out the corner of his eye. I don't know if that has anything to do with actual vision, but I do know that we have that in common, and I definitely should probably be wearing my glasses. You do it a lot, and he's just mimicking you, or you'll find out eventually. Yeah. I mean, his eyesight is good for now. He's, he has had a vision test. When he turned four, he had a vision test, and he did great. So, Y'all, before I go... If you got kids, work with your fucking kids. Because it ain't no reason for me to go to the doctor with my child's four-year checkup and her to ask me, do he know his alphabet? And be surprised when I say yes. She's like, oh, no, you'd be surprised how many kids come in here. Like, they know they're the song. But to, he had to do the same test you got to do. Cover one eye. There's a chart on the wall. And she's like, yeah, a lot of kids. It's not that they can't see. They just can't recognize the letters. Excuse, excuse me? He's four. He's been doing this since since one. Work with your damn kids. Talk to them fucking kids and teach them kids. Because that don't make no sense for the doctor to be surprised that my four-year-old could recognize letters. Get them on that phonics. Matter of fact, if you made it this far, put phonics in the comments. Yes. Um. Wait. If you've made it this far and the episode was late, put phonics in the comics. comments. But if I happen to get this episode out on time, but thank you in the comments because <laughs> I'm going to go home and work my motherfucking ass off to try and get this out by five in the morning. And we appreciate you so much. Period. So um, if you've made it this far, we greatly appreciate you because, again, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you decided to be right here with us, your favorite not safe for work co-workers and also the best battalion, the best army of co-workers in the world. Thank y'all for being here. This has been the Hey Coworker podcast. I am RJ, the friendly neighborhood Dom, and this is... Big Shelby, Big Rocks, all of that. Okay, and we out. Thank y'all for being here. Bye. Bye.